the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're back for hour three. It's seven oh five, and it's so good to have you along. Buddy Eric writes in, Randy. Wow, I think there are more people listening to you on your radio show than are watching the Broncos game. Crazy. I love it. Is there a Broncos game tonight? Was last preseason or something? Yeah. Season ticket holder for decades. My son and I would go all the time. We had three seats, so it was always. Me and him, and let you know he was sick or some, and not around for some reason or whatever. And then a third person, and the tickets were, we had two tickets together, and then a third seat that was five, six, seven seats down in the same row. And when we got the, and always, you know, if we were there in a group, had a couple of old buddies that I would take, and um, the two of us would go quite often if my son didn't want to go or wasn't available. But uh, especially when he was younger, he didn't really get into it till we had, uh, you know, serious playoff contentions and, and some great teams for a while. But every time except once, there was one game where we were there where we couldn't get everybody to just move down one seat. There was literally no so that we could have put all three together when the seats were apart. There was literally no change in your view of the field. These were great seats, 19 rows or so up from the field, down on the west side, down uh, near the north goal post, goal uh, goal end zone. Blah, blah, blah. See, I haven't been watching football for a while. And so everybody would always say, hey, man, we've got two seats here and one there. Do you mind moving down one? And nobody cared. And we would have gone down to the other end or done whatever just so we could sit together. One game in hundreds of games that we attended. But then when they built the new stadium, they actually combined our tickets. They kept us in the same spot, combined the tickets, and so we were all together. But I gave them up after the kneeling. And it wasn't just the kneeling. I mean, that was one idiot for a while who – Shot him after being a tremendous quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And then for some reason, you know, couldn't get a job and kneeled and made it all about him and his wah, wah life. And we saw the NFL just crumble and tumble and crash. And I finally let the season tickets go. The year, the first year of COVID, I was ready to give them up. Because I wasn't going to watch, you know, Black Lives Matter propaganda on the field, lies about who and what Black Lives Matter really is, the Marxist group, the Marxist leadership, the millions and millions of dollars that they raised from from peop- many well-intentioned, uninformed people to buy mansions and enrich themselves. Just disgusting. And I wasn't going to be a part of it. And the first year of COVID, because they weren't, uh, you know, people weren't showing up in masks, you couldn't sit far enough apart, all this nonsense, they said, look, we're not going to charge you for your season tickets this year. So I waited a year to see if the NFL would turn around. 
and it didn't. So I think it was 2021. I let those bad boys go. Never looked back. And the Broncos have stunk. It's not fun to watch. It's not fun to read about. I used to be a junkie. I would watch and, and watch the sports shows and see what the predictions are. I never got into gambling, so never played that part of it. But I, I don't I don't regret it. And I you know, I don't want them to do badly. It's good for the city, I think, when they do well. Heck I might even tune in a game. But I won't give them my money anymore. I certainly won't pay for season tickets ever again. And you you know, once you lose them you can't get them. The lines are so long. Years to wait to get in line for season tickets. When I first bought mine, you actually owned them. And so you could sell them. You could sell the rights to somebody else who could skip over the waiting line. But the Broncos uh, decade or more, during under Pat Bowen, I think, they rewrote those contracts so that they they were ultimate owners of those rights and those tickets. And I resented that, but I was so gung-ho, and, and we had so much fun with friends and family going to those games. You know, once again, back in the good old days, this whole show has been an awful lot about the good old days. <laughs> the unicorn song is stuck in my mind. More text to studio. Enjoying the show. I'm excited that Trump is apparently set up to do live interviews during the debate. Gee, I wonder who will win that broadcast time. God bless. Amen. Um I will be at that debate next week, and I'll tell you if the if the Milwaukee, you know, the RNC summer meeting wasn't taking place next week, which I have to be at, I wouldn't fly out there for the debate. Even if I got, you know, we get as RNC, we get free tickets. We get um, where we've got a place to sit at these debates. At least the first one. I don't know what happens at subsequent debates. My first rodeo with the RNC as your national committee man. But I wouldn't be going with Trump not showing up. Who? I mean, really? Vivek is going to own the stage because he's the best speaker up there. He's going to say great platitudes and, and wonderful things that are very exciting to people like you and me. But we know nothing about him or what he will do or what he will believe. I, I expect to meet him next week. Um, I've got a friend who is very deeply invested in his campaign. And, um, and I'm sure that we'll be talking and getting together. We'll probably even sit together at the debate, which will be interesting. Um, but, you know, this, is, this guy is a total unknown. Why did he have to scrub his website about connections with one of the Soros brothers? Maybe they weren't true. And maybe, you know, again, I don't know the details about Vivek, but he is dynamite to listen to. What will he do? What are his credentials to know that he'll stay strong if he managed to get a vote. Hmm. But would you go to the, if you, there's other things to do that. And I, I will go to the debates. I've never been to a presidential debate. We've got, you know, a reserved place to sit and transportation and the whole nine yards because we're on the RNC. So of course I, I want to go see it, but it's going to be a big flat zero without Donald Trump there. Don't you think? And so what's Trump going to do? I've heard great ideas. I think it was Charlie Kirk who came up with, uh, he should fly his plane over Milwaukee, you know, just do a, a drive-by, a fly-by, waggle the wings maybe as people are piling into the debate center. And then, 
I guess it would take too long to get to Maui or, you know, someplace where he should sit down with Tucker Carlson and maybe go back to uh, what was the uh, what was the town in Ohio that had the big train crash that Biden never visited? Started with a P, not Pal- is it Palatine, Palestine, Palestine, Pakistan? No, I can't remember. Blake will find it for me. It's one of those. I'm sure a texter will pop it in here any second now. And we will get to the phones in a minute. But, um, yeah, Trump is going to suck all the air out with his sit-down interview with Tucker Carlson on the night of the debate. And it's real interesting. I was... Jay brought us back to the Mike Lindell event, the election summit, this really cool weapon of mass destruction, WMD, which actually in this context stands for wireless monitor device. East Palestine. Good. Thank you. Thanks, Blake. Um, Wireless monitoring device, which can literally tell you the moment something pops on to the Internet. And that means your phone, a printer, uh, a modem a voting machine, any of that. So you bring it within five or 600 feet of a voting place, a polling place, and you can sit and monitor if anything is connecting to the Internet. And it's it looked so easy. They just used it up there when they flew it into the building by a drone. And I was watching online, but they had a screen up. And as it came close, it all of a sudden started to pick up all of these devices from all the people that were sitting in there probably the behind-the-scenes computers and Internet stuff that was going on. The the language translations may have been online. I don't know. Translated into 86 languages, Lindell kept saying. But then you can just deselect, eliminate the cell phones, eliminate other devices you would expect to be there, um, and zero it down. If something pops on, you can immediately see it and look at it. And this device is going to send this information passively, you know, it's just like when you you walk into the airport and your cell phone announces, you know, the Denver Wi-Fi is available. Do you want to attach to it? Passive, legal, uh, not intrusive, not dangerous. And then you can just deselect and see if something pops on. You can immediately see what's the MAC address. And then what, and that doesn't mean Macintosh. I forget what MAC stands for, but that's how you identify a computer location address. It's the extent of my technical knowledge. But it'll also tell you what the device is. And then it's all going to be collected at a central database for later analysis. Really, really a good idea. And then Lindell took it further than that and set up a new um, a new app called, I had it up here a second ago. Now I've lost it. Let's go. Well, there's an organization called Cause of America. Cause of America. And there is a Cause of America chapter in every state. Uh, There's a Cause of America Colorado. Don't know anything about it. Plan to get to know it better. And so people who observe irregularities during elections are going to be able to immediately put that information out there on an app and a website that can't and won't be shut down and share the information, share the pictures, share what they observed. And I guess there's already a quarter million people who are a part of this cause of America. So this cool device will tell us if things are on the Internet or not. And by the way, why would any clerk tell you you can't come in here with that device? 
I don't want you discovering if my stuff's on. If there's nothing to hide, then don't hide anything. If machines weren't on the Internet, then this device will be a wonderful, fun thing to fly in on a drone and be absolutely worthless to people who want to secure future elections. But if your machines were on the Internet, if there is intercommunicate, if there is communication between machines in either direction, in or out, we will know about it. And why would you hide that if it's true? Really good question. So before we get to Shelly, because she wanted to talk about Mike Lindell and the WMD weapon of mass, no wireless monitoring device. I saw something on, on this new Frank social app, which Lindell has put together to connect this quarter of a million and growing number of people who are going to be watching our elections. But it also, you know, like any other, like a Twitter or a Facebook or whatever, it also gives people an opportunity to post. And so there was a post on there from Tommy or yeah, Tommy Lauren. You remember her, the really pretty blonde girl who I think pops up on Fox news still sometimes, um, young, vivacious when she first came out, seemed like a rock solid rock ribbed conservative. She was at, uh, I don't remember if it was a leadership program or the Rockies event or something else I was at, at the Broadmoor. And she started talking some nonsense about something. And I got up to question her and Steve house, the former Colorado state GOP chair was emceeing this particular guest. Uh, the questioning of this particular guest actually shut down my question. I wish I could remember what it was. And I, you know, I like Steve known him for a long time. We've had our ups and downs, helped him become chair of the Colorado state GOP and then tried to take his ass out. But, um, Anyway, here's what she wrote. Trump not showing up to face his competitors is a cop out. He may very well be the nominee. But before that, he needs to answer questions on policy decisions, COVID, jab, Fauci. And I agree, you know, bad appointments that shouldn't have lasted so long and not just skate through on his indictment, witch hunt, indictment, witch hunt wave. Clever, Tommy. It's wrong. Show up. Speak to the American people. Debate. Answer questions. Period. It's nonsense. He's got no more business attending that debate than than I do, because there's absolutely no need. Let those people, those runners up, fight among themselves to see who emerges. Vivek, Ron DeSantis, ain't going to be the former governor of Arkansas, that's for sure. What's his name? I can't even remember his name now. I think he's still pining away for dollar donations in order to get to 40,000 and actually be on the stage next Wednesday. But it would be foolish for Trump to go. It, it diminishes him. It doesn't build him up. American people know where he stands. It's a year plus to the next election. Indictment or not, there's going to be plenty indictments or not. There's going to be plenty of time to get to know Trump on policy, but we already know his policies. We lived through four years of gas under $2 of near energy independence, selling our energy to the world of Abraham Accords of an almost secure border. He they, they slowed him down. They stopped him every way they could legally holding up production just every way they could. And he still came within really months of sealing that border. Look what Biden has done with that and allowed to flood into our country. We know the policies. 
And this latest indictment from Georgia is pure, unadulterated nonsense. You can't speak about elections like these people. The Russian attempt to have, to have the election, and frankly, the FBI is weighing in on the election, I think make the, make, makes his election illegitimate. There was a widespread understanding that this election was not on the level. We still don't know what really happened, Isaac. I mean, there's just a lot that I think will be revealed. History will discover. But you don't win by three million votes and have all this other shenanigans stuff going on and not come away with an idea like, whoa, something's not right here. Seems to me that there's a cloud of illegitimacy that continues to hang over 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. The outcome of the election was affected by their interference. And now we need to know know, to what degree, uh, if any, the Trump campaign was actually in collusion with the uh, with so Russia. He knows he's an illegitimate president. So of course he's obsessed with me. And Hillary, and the hurricane. I believe that it's a guilty conscience. Hilly, hurricane, hurricane Hillary. Oh my goodness. All right. We have been promising to go to Shelly. I know we're late in the segment, but I don't care. Let's get Shelly on from Highlands Ranch. Thanks for waiting, Shelly. This is Carly. Okay. <laughs> Blake, poor Blake. <laughs> Welcome, Randy, you're, Carly. You're hurting, you're hurting my ears with all these left gas bags. But anyway, <laughs> and Tom, Tommy Lauren, uh, when oh. she first came on, when I heard she is pro-abortion, uh, that was it for me. That was years ago. She's a windbag. Yeah. Anyway, I do want to talk about, and I'll be as fast as I can, uh, Mike Lindell. But I just got to say, I am so glad President Trump is not going to this debate because all it would be is two hours or how long of attacking him this way these lesser candidates are going to be forced to fight amongst themselves and possibly talk about some issues so fine he sh- there's no way he should go to this debate no when, way when you're up by 30 40 percent depending on yeah. the poll why, why yeah. would you so, spend one minute exactly yeah now and I could go on and on, but I just want to ask you, so, okay, so you, I've been listening carefully. I wanted to watch Lindell's presentation. I totally forgot about it. So I thought, oh, I'm, oh, I'm going to be hearing about it if there's anything credence there. So, <clears throat> so okay, Do, are you, we going to have to, have, who, who's going to be, are, okay, so we, there's stuff on the internet. Somebody in a Then what do we do? Somebody, somebody's going to have to have one of these devices at a polling place. Okay, so then we find that their machines are hooked up to the Internet. So then what? We're going to be another Mike Pence? Well, oh, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's legitimate. I'm not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? What's going to happen? Well, I mean, what, what do you want to happen? First, you have to expose the lie, right? I mean, you, right. you remember the, the, they don't hook up to the Internet. Well, okay, they can hook up to the Internet, but they don't. Okay, they do, but only on, when it's approved and supervised and proper. And, you know, skip over Kill Chain from 2015 that showed, you know, how hackable they were. Um, but I, I, this is to, I think, for the people who continue to say that there's no communication, there's no ability to do anything inside these machines, if if they are exposed as being on the Internet, that's that's the next step. And then the way he tied all this together is with uh, this new social media app, which is called Frank Social. 
and you can find it all, and including you know great I videos read from the summit from Frank's speech. I yeah. just haven't had time to read them. So yeah, this cause of America. Uh, there's a, one of these causes of America organizations in every state, I believe, including Colorado. I'm gonna have to check in and see what they're doing here. But what he's trying to do is put all this disparate information that pops in from all these different places. You know, big big things that people saw, like boxes of ballots being shipped in and things like that to the little things um, that will go on in election offices. It's going to be a way for people to absolutely communicate it, uh, communicate about it instantly. And then his goal is to be this clearinghouse, his election, what does he call it, the election crime unit or something, to be a clearinghouse for all this information, to get lawyers organized, to get activists organized. And I think the left is terrified of this because the mantra that they're saying now is that, oh, poll workers are at risk. Poll these, these people, these Lindell people, these Trump people are going to come and do violence on poll workers because, yeah, and I know January 6th and we can all debate what really is behind all that and a few idiots that broke laws and did things I have no respect for at all. But that's not us. That's not what we do. That's what the left does. And so they're trying to create this fear that we're going to be coming with violence. But no, we're going to be coming to gather information and to expose them. So that's so, his approach. And I and I just want to say, so if it goes to this clearinghouse and they go and they're saying there was all kinds of this and that going on that we've discovered with this, this app, this uh, tool, then... Are any courts going to listen to it? You know, you know what I'm saying. No, I I hear you, and you're right to be skeptical. And I, you know, sometime I should do a show on all the litigation that's going on. Just the RNC, that old Titanic sinking ship that's being buoyed by a fresh influx of America first, pro America, America loving, Constitution loving, uh, you know, fighters and activists has got dozens and dozens of lawsuits and successes over the last couple of years. You just don't hear about them. No, you don't. And uh, I should that probably... That would be good. Yeah. That well, would be good. Maybe I've got a whole... I get an email every week updating me on those. I should share it with folks. And I'll email it to anybody. If you're interested in it, just send me an email at any of my multiple emails, okay. including Party at gmail.com. But we are way late on the break, and Shelly or Kara or Jody or whatever name you're deciding <laughs> to use, or Blake wants to put in for you, thank you so much for your call. I hope you have Thanks, a wonderful man. weekend. God bless. Bye. All right. Way late, 727. We'll get back to everybody and a ton of cool text, and i got to get this audio in. You've got to hear some of this stuff. Uh, it's simply amazing. And we'll do it when we return on 710K in U.S. Doing a lot of that. Over the last couple of months, that's one we've played before, but it's just so beautiful. Something about that song that makes me feel good. I don't know. Anyway, we are back. The show is going fast. We're going to get back on the phones here in just a minute. But I've got to, by the way, that was Marmalade, Reflections of My Life. If it sounded familiar, but you just couldn't quite put your finger on it. Before we go to the calls, though, I want to at least play the first 50 seconds of something we're going to play in full. It's a three or four minute song before the end of the show. It's a rap song. But what's so important about this is, you know, culture is always a few steps ahead of politics. And so uh, the fact that this, the message you're going to hear from this rap song is getting out into the culture. So very important. These are a couple of, uh, of men called 
Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun. Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun. And here's the first minute or so of your America. Then we'll get back to your phone calls. They're screaming that they hate America and we're the reason. If you don't feel safe, then stop defunding the policemen. You calling us extremists because our words have hurt your feelings. And we're sorry we can't hear you over the sound of our freedom. Y'all been filling up our classrooms with drag queens for kids. We think it's not appropriate. You tell us that it is. The complexities of gender and children won't ever mix when there's school shootings by women whose pronouns are him, his. I'm not Republican, but keep it 100. They make it sense. The most destructive ideologies are coming from the left. I think black lives matter. They think white lives matter less. And LGBTQ turned into WTF. Dear Democrats, I don't have nothing against the liberal, but the people representing you are communists and criminals. They've been starting World War III. We shipping missiles still. They don't want America great. They want it miserable. You can try to burn down the city. Scream at the top of your lungs till you're dizzy. You can cancel everything and everybody in it, but it's not your America. You can burn the flag and aggressive. You can wear a and pretend you're progressive I got my first amendment don't forget I got the second it's not your America yeah it's just so good we're going to play that whole song there's two more pieces to it um, want to get to some more phone calls before we do Nancy texted in this is a great question on the weapon of mass liberal election fraud destruction which is actually WMD in this case stands for wireless monitoring device uh, Mike Lindell's new gadget. Is it made of metal? Many county clerks' offices have metal detectors now. Yeah, but they flew it in on a drone. I have never seen one. You have to go to Frank's speech, uh, and it's all the video from the election summit is there. And uh, I was watching, and they f had cameras on it, so the drone flew it in and just set it down. It's just this little thing, uh, kind of cool-looking thing. But what it does is it lights up on wherever you're receiving its input with every uh, device that's connected to the Internet and tells you when they disconnect, when they reconnect, if the new one connects, and identifies the address and the ad device. And it's really cool. So, you know, if you've got some clerk who looks at it, it doesn't look like a bomb or anything damaging and won't let you bring it in, so be it. Just Stand outside, go back and sit in your car, turn on the air conditioning or the heater. I guess it'll be November by the time we have elections. But because uh, um, it can get within 600 feet or so is all it needs to identify every device. And then you just zero out the cell phones and the other obvious stuff that, and then watch for anything new popping on. It, it just it looked pretty fascinating to me. But the other part that he's made to this piece and you really should go to frankspeech.com. All the video from the election summit is there, including the video of this thing flying in and the screen uh, showing how it worked as it got into the building and identified everybody on the Internet. Not people, but just devices, just passively. Really, really cool. And uh, But he's added to it this Frank Social, this new app. And then the cause of America uh, in every state, it appears. Uh, certainly there's one in Colorado, which I want to get acquainted with. And uh, I like it. I like this approach. And, yeah, you know, a good question was asked by the last caller. Is Are, are courts going to do anything about it? There is a lot of litigation going on. And some of it's great. Some of it has been very, very successful. So before we run out of time in this segment, let's get back to the phones with Mike in Aurora, who's been patiently waiting. I appreciate it, Mike. Welcome to the show. 
Uh, thanks, Randy. I'm glad you're back, and I really mean that. Thank you. Um, we need you. Uh, and if I go down a rabbit hole, please feel free to cut me off at any time. All right. You sound uh, like you're talking through a wax paper, like, you know, two cups tied together with wax string. Are you are you on an AirPod or something? No. Um, I'll just hold the phone differently. Okay. That, that'll do it it's, sometimes. It's, yeah, I cut, I cut my hands to the bottom of the phone. I don't know if that's good or not. Um, but, yeah, you know, feel free to cut me off at any time. Uh, I'll try to make it quick and be precise. Um, the 2020 election, I hear you talk about it, and uh, I know, like me, you're, you're seeing things on the Internet, developments that are going on in different states at various levels. Um, and I, I think... Some some things you mention, uh, headlines and stories that I've seen, other things you don't. So I don't know if we're 100% in tune there. But one headline I do recall, I have over 200, story, 200 bookmarks on my iPad, so <laughs> things get a little confusing. Um, one headline said something to the effect of as little as 30,000 votes in just a few cities swung the election and the electoral vote for Biden. Yeah, it's actually it's, oh yeah, it's actually in the 40s around 40,000 like 42 or 44,000 mm -hmm. in just the right okay. places in just the right states, yeah. Yeah. So because yeah. the popular uh, vote is meaningless. By the way, the corrupt coordinated democrat controlled media machine is now on the attack against the electoral college because they don't like the fact that the majority is not ruling. In the United States, and uh, that's something else I was going to get into tonight, but I didn't even bring that article with me, so too bad. Yeah. Uh, Dan Balls, I think. Dan Balls writing in, uh, it was, it was uh, I think it was the New York Times, where else? Go ahead, Mike Rosen. Uh -huh. Oh, he, he coined the term uh, Democrat Liberal Establishment Mass Media. Yeah. A long acronym, yeah. Uh, Mine sounds better. Uh, yeah, it, what was it again? Corrupt Coordinated Democrat Controlled Media Machine. That's a really long acronym. Yeah, but boy, um, does it just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, Blake, even yeah, Blake I, likes it, and he doesn't care about any of this crap. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to see that in print. I'd like to see that, that in print. So, yeah, I love acronyms, but uh, uh, sometimes uh, they, I just can't remember them. Um, so uh, I think, uh, you know, they did it once. They got away with it. I think they did it again uh, in the midterms, 2022. And well, just, look, just look at Arizona. Do it again. Well, yeah, but, well, but I'm telling you, man, they're, 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 they're smart. They're scampering. They're coming up with new ideas. They're hiring college kids to work in the mail rooms where mail-in ballots will be flooding in. I mean, they're doing all kinds of stuff, but we're closing in. We're circling we're learning. We're we're trying to come up with ideas of our own, like this unique idea of uh, Mike Lindell's. And so, I, I think twenty twenty four is going to be a different story. I hope so. Yeah. Um, um, do you think um, you think Biden will be the nominee? Absolutely not. It's nonsense for anybody to pay attention to him. I wish Trump would stop doing it. The man can't. They can't even walk up the stairs of Air Force One anymore. They got to bring him in the back way. <laughs> 
Did you see him shaking hands with with uh, uh, King George? Oh God! Putting his elbow, putting his his, his hand on his elbow, and and Charles looks over at King George. Uh, Charles looks over at at his elbow. It was so laughable. I have no problem with people getting old. I'm certainly headed that direction myself. But yeah, we but are. but when you know he's got the ancient man's gait now, the narrow little steps, you know, the real quick little steps with his arms barely swinging. So now to try and compensate for that, he'll come in as soon as he's in sight, he'll run, he'll jog a couple of steps and then smile and then go back to his little gait. It's just so embarrassing to think that this man uh, you know, earned his way from the basement through what I think is a oh. stolen election to the presidency. <laughs> 50 years of sucking the taxpayer dry. Oh. You, Dan Kaplis, and Hugh Hewitt all agree that he won't be the uh, the nominee. But uh, Mark Levin, I think, he, I, I know you like him, and you may not get a chance to listen to all his, his shows, and I don't either. But he, say, he says, um, you know... The, you're not going to force this guy out. I mean, you may you may impeach him in the House, but you know, no, no, the, Demo- the Democrats, no, no, the Democrats will get rid of him. That's why they're starting to report more and more on Hunter Biden and the Joe Biden crimes because um, they can't have him as their nominee. They don't want him as their nominee, and I still yeah. agree with Joel Gilbert. It's going to be Michelle Obama. Um, yeah, I don't think she's inclined. I just, I think she just. Dude, did you have you watched the documentary Michelle Obama twenty twenty four? No, well, you no, sh- I haven't. You should. I think you'd enjoy it. It's less. It's, it's, it's certainly well under two hours. Very informative about Michelle Obama, the lies about her life. But she's been doing everything. She gave the last speech, the keynote speech at the last Democrat okay. National Convention. Yeah. She's written two books, two autobiographies, just like Barack did. She's the, hitting all the political shows. She's got massive social media support, tens of millions of followers. She's doing it all. Man, we are late on the break. We've got other calls pouring in. Any, okay. any last I point think- you need to make? I think she's too lazy and she can't get off the couch and stop eating bonbons. Okay. Stop eating bonbons. <laughs> I think. Randy. Are you sure you're not confusing her with Chris Christie? <laughs> All right, Mike. God bless Christy you, sir. Cream. Thank you, Christy? sir. Yeah. <laughs> Thank we'll, you. We'll see you. Oh my goodness. Okay. Let's. Um, we better do our last break here, Blake. So, if you can get off the phone for just a second, can you take me to break? Let's do that. All right. At 744, you guys have been keeping him hopping. Thank you for that. I like seeing a young man work. It's really fun to watch. Anyway, stay with us. Final segment. The rest of your calls, I want to play the rest of this song for you, too, and a couple more goodies before we wrap it up tonight on Wake Up with Randy Corcoran, 710 KNUS. Yeah, a little more marmalade. (laughs) Love that guitar. Mm -mm -mm. And for you trivia fans out there, Blake was doing a little digging could find virtually nothing about marmalade except that they used to call themselves the Gaylords. So there you go. I uh, I had a lot of little tidbits tonight, and in the last segment maybe we can squeeze a few of them out, but there's a group in Chicago, a North Side community group, <laughs> God, is calling for people to refrain from shooting guns in Chicago between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. A Northside community group calling for people to refrain from shooting guns in Chicago between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. to reduce the risk to people involved in high-risk activities. 
White Native Sons calls the movement an ordinance. No legislation has been drafted to formalize enhanced penalties for people who choose to shoot guns between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. I think that ought to go over well with gangbangers. I mean, if I heard from the White Native Sons, maybe, and is that a... Is that a, I should have looked that up. You know what, Blake? Look up White Native Sons. Is that a, is that actually just a Chicago gang? Because this particular politically correct website, CWB Chicago, refers to them as a Northside community group. Is that a, just another gang? But they want gangbangers to refrain from firing guns between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. So, you know, after 9, no. Okay. All right. After 9 p.m., it's okay. Fire away, baby, but please don't don't shoot those guns until after nine o'clock. So all of us citizens who have to live in this hellhole called Chicago can be home and tucked away in our in our homes safely off the roads, out of the clubs by 9 p.m. Just unbelievable and gross. Absolutely gross. I do want to finish this song. This rap song, Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun, uh, because it's just just listen to the lyric. And I'm not a rap fan. It doesn't it just doesn't get my feet, you know, tapping. But it's so cool that these messages are getting into mainstream popular youth culture. Tom McDonald, Donald, Adam Calhoun. Here's part two. Sorry, that's part three. Let's get part two. I'm hearing words I never heard in life. Kids go to school to learn. Never make it back home. They get murdered like. Who's concerned? Not the left or the right. Hope you're ready for the fight. Coming to your front door tonight. The former president got arrested. The current one lost, but I guess he got elected. Kids get molested. Pedophiles all get protected. And you can kill a baby anytime if you're pregnant. People so weak, feel free to take a knee. And you can't even speak. God forbid you disagree. I don't even know what virtual signaling means young men used to fight wars now they make memes divide us up i'm pretty sure that's the plan got a gun in my hand for when shit hits the fan and how the woman of the year is a man i'm pretty sure i never really understand you can try to burn down the city scream at the top of your lungs till you're dizzy you can cancel everything and everybody in it but it's not your america you can burn the flag and aggressive wear a mask and pretend you're progressive i got my first amendment don't forget i got the second it's not your let's go ahead and finish this song for you it's not your america to riot to the cities up in flames you told us we'd be spreading lies but you believe the truth is on the news every night you told us we gotta stop the fighting but you're the one to keep the country angry and divided you told us we're crazier than you but all of our conspiracy theories are coming true you can try to burn down the city scream at the top of your lungs till you're dizzy you can cancel everything and everybody in it but it's not your You can wear a mask and pretend you're progressive. I got my first amendment, don't forget I got the second. It's not your America. I love that that is out there being played for kids. For young people, you know, college kids and that sort of thing. Good messages, but in their language, in their music. 
It's terrific. It's not your America. This small group of radical leftists. How many people are actually suffering from gender dysphoria? A percentage of a percentage? I know the number's gone up during COVID because more kids are coming out and saying, I'm a boy, I'm a girl, whatever. My daughter was talking to me about something that was on um, what's what's the Chinese TikTok, chick TikTok. And it was a mother with a, a baby, maybe a year old or less. Uh, no, no, like 18 months, I guess she said. And do you are you a boy? Yes. Are you a girl? Yes. Do, do you feel like a boy sometimes? Yes. Do you feel like a girl sometimes? Yes. So you feel like both a boy and a girl, don't you? Yes. So it's okay. You can be a boy and a girl. You can be however you feel. A mother puts this on a mother of a of a not even a toddler puts this on TikTok as something to be proud of. I was so proud that my daughter was so disgusted. I have sympathy for people with gender dysphoria. I don't care what consenting adults do to their own bodies or do to each other in a dark room or whatever, or how they live their lives. I've said that a thousand times. Don't care if you're gay or straight or confused or want to change things. It's that's your business, but you, this tiny minority of a minority don't get to dictate how society is going to run. You don't get to normalize things that are not normal. It's not your America. You're welcome here. You're welcome to live your lives if you keep your hands off of our kids. If you keep your uh, sometimes sick uh, choices on how you want to live your life out of our schools and stop the indoctrination. Don't care then. But see, you do care. If we don't if we don't adapt to the way you want the world to run, then we need to be silenced. We need to be canceled. We need our businesses to be shut down. Mm -mm. It's not happening. And people are waking up. That's why I'm so happy. Oh, Lord, what is this? Randall. I always know who's writing. Randall. More important things going on. Like our Raiders are winning. Super Bowl, brother. <laughs> Are, are the Broncos playing the Raiders? Is that why? Oh, okay, it's a different game. You should listen to more of McDonald Tunes. This, this this guy's cool. You should listen to more of McDonald Tunes. I hate rap, but I like his message. And I guess Tom McDonald is also a Canadian. Good to know from the texter. Another text. Vivek, Vivek explained the Soros situation. He took the money for school. So apparently he got a scholarship or took money from Soros. I don't know enough about it. I'm not holding anything against Vivek that he did growing up to meet his tremendous success. I'm just wondering, how do we know who he is, what he stands for? Here's a great idea. Since I will be in Milwaukee for the Republican National Committee summer training, and as an RNC member, we have tickets and seats at the presidential debate. I'm going to go. It's my first. Trump not being there is going to make it maybe kind of ho-hum. It'll be interesting to watch people work up there and see what they want to do. Will Vivek emerge number two, or will Ron DeSantis hold on to that number two? I know Vivek has passed DeSantis in some polls, but this texter suggests maybe listen to the Trump interviews on your on your O-phone with earbuds during the debate just saying, oops, iPhone. That's not a bad idea. I probably will have an air. Nah, I can listen to the Tucker Trump thing anytime. 
Trump is just so smart to take that tack. All right, how much time? Uh, we got a little time. Let's hear a little more Democrats denying elections. That it's a guilty conscience. We actually won the last presidential election, folks. They stole the last presidential election. If Al Gore won that election, I think he won it anyway. Actually, I think <laughs> I carried Florida. Al Gore won the election nationwide and also in Florida, but the Supreme Court ruled the other way. Al Gore got more votes, but not enough to stay out of the Supreme Court where President Bush was elected 5-4. Bush versus Gore. A court took away a presidency. If all the votes were counted in Florida, that Al Gore would be president today and George Bush would be back in office. I come from Florida, where you and others participated in what I call the United States coup d'etat. It's in 2013, according to... That it's all right, a we're going to run out of time on all that. Go to Frank's speech. Check out the conscience. WMD... And all of those good things, um, the video from the summit, there's some great information up there. Don't let anybody shut you up. Love to my dreamy girl in heaven and everybody here on earth, down in hell or whatever. Always remember this, the very best of advice on how to live your life. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double chance does what the f- Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.